Welcome to the Simple Guide to Getting Whatever You Want. Thanks for joining us. My name is D.A. Adisa, writer of the book, The Simple Guide to Getting Whatever You Want. Today, we will talk about prayer and the dream state, as explained by Neville. One of the most effective ways of praying employs the power of the dream state. This podcast is about the teachings of the ancients. We will talk about spirituality, new thought, mysticism, and alchemy. Everything you need to know about getting what you want from life. These teachings have always been available to those who seek truth, no matter what the age. We invite you to listen and share your thoughts and questions at info at themystictree.com. Dreams during sleep are a reflection of your experiences while you are awake and ultimately an amalgamation of daytime incidents and your conscious thoughts. The other night, I dreamt about watching a group of workers uprooting big, tall trees to clear the land. After removing the trees, they were surreptitiously gathering rough diamonds from the tree's roots. This was all happening in broad daylight, but I was the only one who realized that they were doing more than clearing a lot. I felt a rush of excitement because I knew what they were doing and could also get some diamonds. This dream was a combination of two experiences that I remember having the days prior to the dream. First, I decided that the best way to make a brick patio in my backyard was to remove old tree roots that will eventually cause an unfortunate sinkhole in the finished patio. Second, I watched a documentary about diamonds. My dream was a combination of these two thoughts. Dreams and waking reality are reflections of one another. Neville taught that intentionally or accidentally, we create our reality with our consciousness. Our consciousness is I amness. In the same way that God in the book of Isaiah creates that which is desirable and that which is unsightly, so do we. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Isaiah 45, 7. Your I amness does everything. A snippet of one of Neville's lectures states, Man does not know exactly what is meant by a dimensionally larger world, and would no doubt deny the existence of a dimensionally larger self. He is quite familiar with the three dimensions of length, width, and height, and he feels that if there were a fourth dimension, it should be just as obvious to him as the dimensions of length, width, and height. Now a dimension is not a line. It is any way in which a thing can be measured that is entirely different from all other ways. That is, to measure a solid fourth dimensionally, we simply measure it in any direction except that of its length, width, and height. Now. Is there any other way of measuring an object other than those of its length, width, and height? Time measures my life without employing the three dimensions of length, width, and height. There is no such thing as an instantaneous object. Its appearance and disappearance are measurable. It endures for a definite length of time. We can measure its lifespan without using the dimensions of length, width, and height. Time is definitely a fourth way of measuring an object. The more dimensions an object has, the more substantial and real it becomes. A straight line, which lies entirely in one dimension, acquires shape, mass, and substance by the addition of dimensions. 
what new quality would time the fourth dimension give which would make it just as vastly superior to solids as solids are to surfaces and surfaces are to lines time is a medium for changes in experience for all changes take time the new quality is changeability observe that if we bisect a solid its cross-section will be a surface by bisecting a surface we obtain a line and by bisecting a line we get a point this means that a point is but a cross-section of a line which is in turn but a cross-section of a surface which is in turn but a cross-section of a solid which is in turn if carried to its logical conclusion but a cross-section of a fourth-dimensional object we cannot avoid the interference that all three-dimensional objects are but cross-sections of four-dimensional bodies which means when i meet you i meet a cross-section of the four-dimensional you the four-dimensional self that is not seen to see the four-dimensional self i must see across every cross-section or moment of your life from birth to death and see them all as coexisting my focus should take on the entire array of sensory impressions which you have experienced on earth plus those you might encounter i should see them not in the order in which they were experienced by you but as a present whole because change is the characteristic of the fourth dimension i should see them in a state of flux as a living animated whole now if we have seen this clearly fixed in our minds what does it mean to us in this three-dimensional world now if we have all this clearly fixed in our minds what does it mean to us in this three-dimensional world it means that if we can move along times length we can see the future and alter it if we so desire now if we have all this clearly fixed in our minds what does this mean to us in this three-dimensional world it means that if we can move along times length we can see the future and alter it if we so desire this world which we think so solidly real is a shadow out of which and beyond which we may pass at any time it is an abstraction from a more fundamental and dimensionally larger world a more fundamental world abstracted from a still more fundamental and dimensionally larger world and so on to infinity for the absolute is unattainable by any means or analysis no matter how many dimensions we add to the world man can prove the existence of a dimensionally larger world by simply focusing his attention on an invisible state and imagining that he sees and feels it if he remains concentrated in this state his present environment will pass away and he will waken in a dimensionally larger world the object of his contemplation will be seen as a concrete objective reality Neville goes on to explain the dream state a dream is nothing more than uncontrolled four-dimensional thinking or the rearrangement of both past and future sensory impressions man seldom dreams of events in the order in which he experiences them when awake he usually dreams of two or more events which are separated in time fuse into a single sensory impression or else he so completely rearranges his single waking sensory impressions that he does not recognize them when he encounters them in his waking state
Prayer is a mode of thinking fourth-dimensionally. It is a way to create our own experiences by suspending time and experiencing your desire fulfilled in the now. Forgive yourself for creating the situation that you created with past thoughts and move forward. Focus on your prayer achieved and forget completely the reality that you created with your past thoughts. You can start over here and now. Prayer and thanksgiving are the only sacrifices needed. Discipline yourself to pray, not with words, but with your vision fulfilled, and be deeply joyful and thankful that your prayer has already been fulfilled. The fourth dimension houses past and possibilities. By thinking in the fourth dimension and using the Christ consciousness, we can consciously create our respective realities. More information about Neville's teaching is available at www.themystictree.com And remember, you are a most beautiful manifestation of the all. If you imagine it with your mind, you can obtain it. If you know it with all your heart, you can experience it. And if you live it with your entire being, it is yours. Thank you so much for listening and participating. Until next time, this is D.A. Adisa for TheMysticTree.com Sign our guestbook at www.TheMysticTree.com and be entered to win a free copy of the book, The Simple Guide to Getting Whatever You Want. Thanks again for visiting.